you're listening to episode six of the Christ and Consoles podcast. I'm your host, Nick Tendo. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to episode six. I've got a very special episode planned. Why is it special, you ask? Because it's another podcast and every episode is special in its own way. Just a reminder to all of you, we do have t-shirts available on Teespring. That's teespring.com forward slash Christ and consoles. Also, we want to really encourage you guys to get in on the conversation, uh, ask us questions and what have you. So if you have any questions or anything you want to be brought up or talked about on the podcast, feel free to tweet at us at Christ Consoles and use the hashtag CC podcast. Now to get into the games coming out, we've got Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion. That's coming out on the PC, the Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox One. That's coming out on April 24th. So by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, it will have already come out yesterday. So get down and pick up these games. With the Adventure Time game, it's a third-person puzzle adventure game where the land of Ooh is underwater and it's up to Finn and Jake to figure out why. Next up, we've got Frostpunk coming out on the PC, also on April 24th. A lot of these games are coming out on the 24th. Frostpunk is a survival game where you are the ruler of the last city on Earth, and the decisions you make impact the survival of your city. Next up, we've got Darkest Dungeon Ancestral Edition. That's coming out on PS4 and the Switch as well. April 24th. Darkest Dungeon is a roguelike turn-based RPG about the psychological stresses of adventuring where you lead and create a team into unimaginable horror. Next up, when I saw the title of this game, I got pretty excited and disappointed all in the matter of about three seconds. Swords of Ditto. For my Pokemon fans out there, you probably know why I got excited and shortly after why I got disappointed. No, it is not about the Pokemon Ditto. It's coming out for the PS4 and the PC on April 24th. It's a cute, compact RPG that takes place where you are set to fight against the evil Mormo every 100 years. But every time you die, even though you keep your stats and such, the map and surrounding areas change as you have woken up 100 years later to fight him again. Next up, we've got Runbo coming out on the PS4 on our very special date of April 24th. Runbow is a nine-player runner racing platformer where you and nine other people can compete in a variety of games, such as a race to the trophy, a battle arena fighting game, King of the Hill where you must hold on to possession of the quote-unquote hill. Next up for the Rick and Morty fans out there, we've got Rick and Morty Simulator Virtual Rickality. That's coming out for the PS4 and the PC on the ever-so-popular April 24th. In this game, it's a VR simulator where you go into the world of Rick Morty playing as Rick and you simulate through the comedy and the styling antics of the show itself. Next up, we've got Super Robot Wars X coming out for the PS4 and the PS Vita coming out on April 26th. 
It is the latest installment of the Super Robot Wars series, a strategy game where you get the opportunity to to play as some of your favorite robots and mechs from various animes such as Gundam, Code Geass, Gurren Lagann, and so many more. Right after that, we've got Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption coming out for the PC, PS4, and the Xbox One on April 25th. In this boss battler RPG, you face against eight bosses where the first seven represent one of the seven deadly sins. But here's the catch. Before each battle, you must sacrifice a stat and level down to enter combat. And last but not least, We've got Battletech that's coming out for the PC, Mac, and Linux on April 24th. In this strategy game, you take command of mechs and mech warriors, those who pilot them, as you go into a brutal interstellar civil war. So guys, make sure to look out for all these games coming up on the ever so popular yesterday's date of April 24th and a couple of days uh, from now on. So to get into the core of what we're going to be talking about today, I'm going to go ahead and call this the Avengers, where I take the model of the Avengers, which, you know, the Avengers from the 2012 movie, and I come up with my own Avengers team from various anime characters that I have seen. Keep in mind that if I don't name or have some of the characters that may seem, you know, obvious, or if you're scratching your head thinking, why didn't I add so-and-so, it's because I haven't seen the anime. Taking position for the Captain America. When I really think about anime, well, first, actually, when I think about Captain America as, if you will, a staple in the Marvel Universe, I had to think, okay, well, who would be a staple in the anime world? Who is somebody that, even if you watch anime or not, you would know this character? And so I went with Goku from Dragon Ball Z. And if you don't know who Goku is... I think you should go on Craigslist and find a room for rent so you can move out from that rock that you've been living under. Goku was such a staple in all of anime. And when I've talked to people who don't watch anime now, and you bring up Dragon Ball Z, they, they think, you know, whoa, that's that's anime? That's considered anime? You know, similar to the likes of, like, watching... You know, I'm not comparing it, so I don't want you guys to, you know, be super upset about this. But similar to the likes of, like, Digimon and Pokemon and even Yu-Gi-Oh!, where those are all technically animes. Yes, Dragon Ball Z is definitely more of an anime than, you know, or at least what we would consider versus, you know, things like Pokemon and such. But regardless, when you think of anime, chances are your mind is going to go to Dragon Ball Z. And, of course, your mind's going to go to Goku. Next up, for Iron Man, I really had to think about who I was going to choose as the man who pilots Mech. And, really, I think, when it comes to the animes that I have seen... Now, I haven't seen some of the more popular or well-known, you know, like Code Geass and such. Um, but I went with Simon from Gurren Lagann. Now, this one, though I know it's an interesting and kind of bit of a stretch to take the place of Iron Man, really I wanted to think of somebody who was strong and somebody who, you know, man and machine come together. And when you think of Gurren Lagann being on this team as the Avengers, I mean, when you think of Gurren Lagann in the anime, he became a drill. He, you know, pretty much it's like, 
I want to become a boat, so I'm going to punch it. Now I'm a boat. I want to be a plane. I'm going to punch it. Now I'm a plane. I want to be the moon. I'm going to punch it. Now I'm the moon. So really, when it comes to some of these giant mech enemies that they're going to be facing, Gerd Lagan can really just punch it and become it to destroy it. Next, taking the position of Black Widow, I went with Toka Kirishima from Tokyo Ghoul. When I was thinking of strong, awesome, kick-butt women from animes to really take the position of Black Widow, I mean, it was almost immediately that my mind went to Toka. You know, if you have seen Tokyo Ghoul, you know how much of a fighter, how much of a just a kick-butt girl she is. And I think she would make it a wonderful addition to the team. Next up, taking the position of Thor. So I went a little bit different with this one as well. Instead of having all men and one female, I went ahead and I chose Saber from the Fate Stay Night and Fate Zero series. I went with Saber because when I think of somebody who's powerful that wields, yes, Thor wields a hammer, Saber wields a sword. But when I think of somebody that's so powerful in in such a way like that, that wields a weapon. Same with Toka, how my mind almost immediately went to her to be a Thor character. I went with Saber as well because you really don't know what's going to what what's going to come next and what she's going to end up doing and I remember when I was watching the Fate series it was really it was crazy because she would start out already super powerful but then when she would reveal her noble phantasm it got even crazier and I think that she would do the justice of taking place as Thor next up as Hawkeye so when I was thinking of a kind of like a long-ranged shooter, if you will, um, there wasn't really very much that I could think of when it came to animes that I have seen. You know, there are some characters that I knew of, but I didn't feel that it would be right to add them in because this is a an Avengers based upon characters and animes that I actually have seen. As a range attacker... I'm actually going to go with Shinichi Izumi from Parasite. Now, if you haven't seen Parasite, you need to go and see it. It is on Crunchyroll, but in Parasite, it's the, you know, the story of these creatures, these parasites are coming down and affecting humans and essentially they take over the brain and completely take over this person. Whereas in the main character Shinichi's case, the parasite gets stopped and ends up maturing in his arm. In that way, he only takes over his right hand, and Shinichi then names him Migi, because Migi is Japanese for right hand. Or it could be just right. Yeah, anyways, it's it's one of those. Anyways, the cool thing about uh, Migi and Shinichi is... Shinichi can stand at a distance and Migi can launch out rather far while still being attached to him and be able to, to stand at a safe distance while Migi takes care of the rest. And I thought would really do the justice as our ranged attacker uh, to take the place of Hawkeye. Now, last but not least, our Hulk. Now, this one really was I mean when I when I was coming up with this list I thought okay who would be our Hulk immediately I could have gone with some more obvious choices I guess 
but I actually went with Shizuo Hiwajima from Durora. Now, yes, Shizuo is not a giant beast like Hulk is, but I think if Hulk and Shizuo went at it, it would be a pretty pretty fair fight when you think of Shizuo and his just immense power like in the first episode of Dura Ra he punched somebody so hard they flew out of their clothes this is the guy that's taking street lights street signs ripping them out of the ground to use them as weapons in another episode he picks up a full vending machine and hurls it towards somebody and I think that Shizuo would do the perfect, perfect justice as serving as Hulk on this team. So as I was coming up with this list, I do have some honorable mentions that I was considering. But for various reasons, I decided not to add them or make them a part of the team. Such as Saitama from One Punch Man. Yes, he would be an awesome addition to one to uh the an avengers but he's just too powerful to really be able to defeat anything in one single punch i mean he's the he's a full team of an avengers on itself i mean if if we were faced off against you know a giant i mean a giant whatever really at this point whether it's a monster a mech of some sort something from another dimension of space regardless he would just punch it once, the movie would be over. That would be like, that wouldn't be a movie. That wouldn't even be a TV show. That would just be shorts of this villain coming in, summoning his greatest what have you, and One Punch Man just knocks it out, and then the episode's over. Next, I also considered Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan. I considered him as our Hulk, but there's just no way I was going to give up Shizuo. Not just that, but also Aaron is a little too vulnerable with the nape of his neck being so, well, so vulnerable. Next up, I also considered Meliodas from The Seven Deadly Sins. I mean, that, that guy is, I mean, he would be great as the comic relief of you know, let's going with the Marvel kind of, you know, Marvel's got that that humor at times and that comic relief at times. And Meliodas would be perfect for to be a part of that universe. Um, but I just, you know, I thought of him too late. My list was already just about done and I really couldn't figure out where to put him. And the last person I have for my honorable mentions, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this one. But believe it or not, I went with Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. Now, yes, Ash on his own would be a terrible addition to the Ann Avengers. But that's the thing. We wouldn't be just left with Ash. We would be left with Ash and whoever his current team of Pokemon from whatever you know current generation that is. Or if we're creating this whole team... Choose your favorite lineup that he had, whether it was Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3, 4, 5, 6, or even the most uh, recent in Gen 7. So that's it for the Avengers. If Guys, if you have your own ideas for an Avengers team, tweet at us at Christ Consoles. Remember, it's not Christ and Consoles due to the character limitation. It is Christ Consoles. And so... 
really just bringing it all in, bringing this podcast down for a landing already. I know today is going to be a shorter episode, but that's okay because it gives you something to look forward to for the next episode. I do have some ideas on contacting some other people for various interviews and discussions, so definitely look forward to that in the future. But before we close it out, it would not be a proper Christ and Consoles podcast without what you should be watching, playing, and listening to. If you haven't heard the podcast before, this is a segment where I give just personal recommendations on various TV shows, animes, movies, etc., different video games, and also for listening, whether it's a podcast, whether it's music, whatever the case is. So for watching, I went with Tiger and Bunny. It is on Netflix, so if you have Netflix, make sure to check it out. I don't know other platforms that it's on. I just know that right now it is on Netflix. Tiger and Bunny is a superhero action anime, and really what makes this one so interesting Not only is it pretty funny, but it's also, in my opinion, kind of like if you would take the the promotion, the promotional values of NASCAR, where drivers have the different logos and emblems on their cars or on their jumpsuits. That's what we have with Tiger and Bunny. We've got these different superheroes who are sponsored by different companies, and these companies apparently do exist in real life. They're sponsored by them, and they go out, fight crime, and they're also captured on television. They score certain points depending on, you know, the destruction they've caused, if they, you know, kept the, you know, the other citizens safe, if they apprehended the culprit, what have you. So they score points to be hero of the year. Next up for playing, I've been playing the Talos Principle. It's on the PC. Right now you can catch it on Steam. The Talos Principle, if you're into puzzle games, because that is what this is, it is a puzzle game, where you play as this robot in this world where there's nobody else around, and you have these different areas where you have to get like pretty much like these, like they look like Tetris pieces, really. So you go through these different maps, collecting these pieces, and you're in this temple, and then the temple has seven different worlds, but then as you go on, you see that there's building A, B, and C. Now, I have not gone into B or C because I'm not able to yet because I don't have the necessary pieces. I'm still in A. But after looking at this game and how much the game really has to offer, I got it on sale. I don't think it's on sale anymore, but I still recommend it. And even at full value, it's well worth your money because of how much content is really into this game. And the lore of the game really... It's also a mystery as well because you have this voice who is essentially God speaking to you and saying things like, I have created this world for you, go out and do X, Y, and Z. But then similar to in the Bible where God instructed Adam and Eve to not eat of the fruit uh, or eat the fruit of the tree of good and evil, in this game, in essence, God is instructing you as the player, so you're playing as this robot not to go into this certain tower or else you will die. But I know that comes later in the game because I have not progressed enough to actually climb up the tower to see what really happens. Because in a video game, when you're told not to do something, well, of course you have to do it so you can figure out what happens if you do it. And last but not least, surely not least, 
for listening to. I'm going to give a big old shout out to the Nerd of Godcast. That's Godcast, one word. The Nerd of Godcast is a podcast I've recently been listening to, similar to what we are doing here on the Christ and Consoles podcast, blending of the two worlds. As the Nerd of Godcast puts it, where nerd culture and Christ culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. So guys, make sure to go ahead and check them out. They play, there's a team of them and they'll play a game, what have you, and it's still easy to follow through because they're very audio-based games, so you don't need to be watching something to actually follow along. And these people, let me tell you, they are some awesome characters there. They have, they're so funny, they have great personalities, and they're so different from the last one. And just having them all together in one room delivering this kind of content, I'll be listening to it at work and start laughing. And people kind of look at me, either think I'm laughing at them or what have you. And I'm just like, uh, it's what I'm listening to that is just so hysterical. Check them out. They're on, I check them out on iTunes. I don't know other platforms. I'd imagine they're on other platforms, but I listen to them on iTunes because I am an iPhone user. But that's it. For this episode of the Christ and Consoles podcast, remember you can find us on Twitter at Christ Consoles, Instagram, and Facebook, both under Christ and Consoles. And if you would like to find me personally, you can find me on Twitter at Nintendo Now. That's Nintendo Now, one word. Or you can also find me on YouTube where I do wacky and crazy things. Uh, that's also Nintendo Now, one word. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 6 of the Christ and Consoles podcast. And remember to keep gaming for God's glory.